Well, hi, everyone. It's Kim Winter again from Logistics Executive Group and our Business Leaders Series. And today, a bit of a special event for us. Uh, very proud to introduce um, a very special gentleman who's uh, from within the region here in the uh, Gulf region and the GCC. Um, our friend here is uh, a very experienced businessman. He is our partner in Saudi Arabia. Uh, he's got an extensive history of working in financial markets, government, uh, the family business and uh, entrepreneurialism in many parts of the world. So without further ado, it's my great pleasure to introduce Mohammed Mosley. Hey, Mohammed. Hello, Kim. Thank you very much for having me and very proud to and honoured to be your partner in Saudi. Excellent. And, and likewise, my friend. Uh, so look, as we traditionally do with our special guests, uh, always like to hear a little bit about the background, uh, the upbringing, the family, and, and how you've got to where you are at the moment. Uh, happy to do so. Uh, and very briefly, uh, you just mentioned the mix of experiences that I have, and it's a diverse experience, and it was inspired actually with a very competitive uh, family profile. Most of my uncles and, and aunts and grandfather and father, uh, they've uh, done very well and achieved so much. So it was very challenging to keep up with, uh, with their profiles. And they're all mixed of between academics, businessmen, trading, or government. So that mix was inspired with uh, uh, a line of uh, family achievers, thank God. Uh, but particularly, this brings us also to this opportunity. Um, my, my two grandfathers were opportunists, and they had a mix of government and business, uh, business also achievements. They started in government and became businessmen. They've always uh, looked out for opportunities to bring to Saudi, amidst the transformation or development that happens at their time or our time. Uh, which brings us to today. I mean, uh, today we uh, we can see that, uh, and even the pandemic proved it, uh, logistics and supply chain is definitely becoming the uh, one of the key industries that are going to lead, uh, whether consumer or industrial sectors or others. So, uh, again, following the legacy of uh, opportunists and wanting to capture opportunities with global partners. We are here today and I'm blessed to have uh, that background. I've learned a lot from my family and from their business acumen. And uh, thankfully it led us to where we are today with you as well. Right. Well, thanks for sharing that background. And uh, what I'm really keen to do also is to give our audience a little bit of a heads up on some of the, the stats and dimensions, a little bit about Saudi Arabia. I mean, how big is, is the country? Uh, what's the population? Where is it situated for those, uh, for those who are not familiar with the kingdom? Can maybe give us a bit of an overview of some of the, some of the dimensions. Sure. Um, Saudi is actually very and increasingly becoming a very interesting country for multiple audiences. We are at the borders of Jordan, Iraq, Kuwait, Qatar, Bahrain, United Arab Emirates, Oman and Yemen. And uh, we have, people don't know that, but we also have uh, wadis, hills, uh, highlands, deserts, and mountains, 1,300 islands almost. We're an area of 
2.1 million kilometers. Uh, our How big is that? Well, name somewhere that, uh, that you're relatively the same size as. I think, I, I, I believe we're as big as Texas. Okay. <laughs> Texas in the US, all right. Uh, majority parts of Europe now. Yeah, Europe maybe. Uh, but yeah, I, more and more we can we keep hearing the comparison of Texas. We're, we're 34 million uh, in population, but very interestingly, we are 70% of our population are below the age of 30. So we're a very, very young country. A very high opportunity if it was dealt with um, cautiously and uh, transformatively, and which we are doing. The country today is, uh, has a GDP of $1.9 trillion. Mm-hmm. And we have 13 provinces. And uh, the, we're going through transformation. And the 2030 vision, uh, if you haven't heard of it, we have a, a vision 2030 led by our crown prince, led like with aggressive, strong, positively aggressive leadership, uh, established over 20, we have 23 ministries, uh, new sectors in the government, such as entertainment, uh, uh, the tourism became a ministry, the sports had a, has a ministry now, we have 12 vision realization programs with councils on each one. Uh, we have programs like Invest in Saudi. You can visit the website it's called investsaudi.com. So we have we have a lot of exciting things things going on in Saudi Arabia to cater to whether the tourists, investors, FDIs, entrepreneurs, youth. All of these audiences and segments are being tackled, addressed in its own way. Well, thanks for that. It's it's good to get a bit of an overview and share that with our audience. Um, t- tell us a little bit about, I mean, there is enormous amount of investment going on around logistics and supply chain in the kingdom, which is, you know, on top of any investment that's been taking place previously. There are new cities being built. Um, there, but in particular, the infrastructure and logistics investment is is enormous by any standards. Usually, got to be in front of it, no matter what project is is initiated. Tell us a little bit about some of the key projects that are happening at the moment in the country. Okay, well, um, actually, even before I get into this, you know, one of the pillars uh, uh, that uh, uh, the one of the twenty thirty vision pillars is. Uh, which gives us our intrinsic strength as Saudi is actually the kingdom is, uh, is has a strategic location that connects three continents, Africa, Asia, and Europe. With that, the country decided to start investing in uh, ports, the Gizan port, the uh, free uh, free zones, more than 40 free zones with the logistical, logistical hubs. We have been attracting uh, global players to come and have uh, and set shop here for the regional offices, moving the regional offices here, and we have successfully done that. We have over maybe uh, PepsiCo, Oyo, uh, many multiple industries, Bosch, 
Deloitte, PwC. There are many, many uh, now companies who have been attracted to move their shops and regional offices here. So with that comes a lot of projects that are happening. Um, so not only in logistics, but everything will drive logistics, of course. Yeah, so okay. in logistics, we have the Jizan port and the Jeddah port and the King Abdullah Economic City port and the free zones, as I said, I think over 40 free zones. But we also have the Middle East Green Project, yeah. which requires 10 billion trees to be planted, 40 billion trees in in the Middle East, jointly with uh, forces, joint forces with other Middle East countries, and uh, and then we have in every other sector uh, investors who are coming in, whether in the health sector or the entertainment sector or uh, the industrial sector. Uh, companies from France, NG, are coming in and expanding in their uh, investments. Uh, Japanese companies are coming here and, and expanding their investments. Mm. Um, our we're investing uh, internationally to connect the Indian Ocean with uh, the Europe, with uh, um, uh, North, uh, sorry, South uh, Europe. Mm. So there is a lot of a lot going on. Our there is also um, a, a, an area called Al Jubail. It's an industrial city in Saudi Arabia, the best iconic industrial city. And that is also planning to become, uh, to attract very strategic industrial investments. So lots, lots is going on in multiple sectors between entertainment, logistics, industrial, urban development, and, uh, and health. Yeah, yeah, it's it's amazing. We've seen from uh, from here in Dubai an enormous amount of investment taking place in the kingdom from the rest of the GCC and the rest of the world as the economy diversifies and transforms. As you say, um, there's been a major uh, impetus around diversification away from uh, what is obviously the world's largest uh, oil production, if I'm not mistaken, uh, historically. Um, have you heard what, of uh, NEOM? I have heard of NEOM, but uh, perhaps we can talk a little bit about NEOM City uh, for our audience because it's pretty spectacular investment in it as well. Maybe you give us a couple of hot points on exactly what's going on in NEOM up near the uh, up near Sharm El Sheikh. And for those not familiar, uh, the uh, the top of the, the Red Sea heading towards the Suez Canal, if I'm not incorrect. Yeah, well, it's in a very strategic location, beautiful uh, sea, uh, seaside uh, on the Red Sea, uh, very close to Jordan. And uh, it's a place that will have a total 100% dependency on uh, renewable energy. Uh, it will have mostly areas that uh, are carless, uh, underground, above ground, mainly greenery. It's the place where they, um, the, the ambition of the conference uh, was to have it as the futuristic, innovative, very clean and green place to live and inspire and aspire. 
No. So it should create 380,000 jobs, 48 billion uh, contribution to uh, GDP, and uh, 1 million uh, residents by 2030. Yeah, I, uh, it was interesting. I was speaking to a few days ago a couple of consultants that were contracted to our corporate advisory team here. Uh, a couple of years ago, and uh, they are now engaged uh, permanently well, on that project um, well, for at least two or three years. Uh, and they were saying that the only vehicles that will be allowed to operate in the city, and as you say, city of a minimum of a million people targeted uh, to set up, uh, they'll only be allowing electric vehicles in that city. And that, as you say, all of the sources of, uh, of energy must be renewable. So it looks like a bit of a benchmark um, project, not only for the Gulf region in the Middle East, but also globally, yeah? So it'll be interesting what, uh, the, what science of the supply chain sector contributes to, uh, to the, such development. But we also have also the Red Sea project, which is an incredible project on the Red Sea. It's uh, all corals and, and, and retreats. Um, Al Ula, which is a more than 5,000 year old heritage site. Uh, Al Ula is a beautiful, very beautiful ancient area where you see civilizations in the past still, what they have done and built is still there. It became a UNESCO heritage site, became very famous. So if, if someone wants to look it up, it's uh, Al-Ula, it's A-L-U-L-A. Okay. And it's a pretty fascinating place to look up. I'm not going to talk the statistics about it because it's worth actually <laughs> going and looking it up. Yeah. Um, we're going to have Al-Giddiya, which is biggest one of the biggest largest theme parks in the entertainment parks amusement park rides oh. that have the biggest rides in the world in terms of um in terms of tourism um you're also very close to some really incredible sites in jordan and that in that top corner of saudi arabia as i understand it so from a um and when we get tourism up and running against <laughs> around the world and, and people are travelling more freely, um, it looks like it's going to be a, a centre up near the Suez Canal, the top end, um, if you like, the top left hand looking at a map. Uh, you'll see the top of the Red Sea. You, you can get into some of the sites uh, in Jordan and, of course, uh, it's very close up to the Mediterranean from there. So very interesting area of the world. So we look forward to uh, to keeping monitoring that. Uh, Mohammed, I know you've got a couple of uh, meetings you've got to go to straight after our hard stop here, but I, I really just wanted to um, to catch up with you and uh, and let people know that you're you're on board now and that that, that our partnership is is in place. Uh, very exciting times, as you said, both for us and uh, and great to see your team along with us. Um, what, what, are the, what are the objectives that you've got in terms of 
um, your, the business over the next 12 months or so? I know you've got a whole range of projects in play at the moment. Um, what, are, what are some of the key focus points? I mean, is digitization is a huge factor across the supply chain globally. Um, are we seeing much happening in Saudi at the moment with digitization, e-commerce? How's the impact being in, in the kingdom from these elements uh, of the supply chain? Oh, big time, 100%. So uh, I will start where you ended and then also I'll build on it. Mm. Digitization for sure. I mean, uh, one, uh, it's top to bottom. It's becoming a, a focus from beginning from the crown prince to programs by the government down to entrepreneurs and business sectors that are now digitizing because they can see the focus. And if you don't digitize, you're going to miss out on the opportunities. So now everybody's getting this. Who's not getting it is out. Uh, many, many, many entrepreneurs are getting into e-commerce. Uh, of course, digitization comes with it. The Hajj and Umrah sector, for example, the pilgrims, uh, the Islamic, the Muslims coming into uh, the country every year. We're targeting to have 30 million people coming every year. This is this has to be fully digitized, especially now with the health concerns and and safety safety measures. Digital, I think we are doing very well as a country in digitization. I, I believe we have the best e-government as well. E-commerce has been attracting lots of entrepreneurs. And I, we're, we're getting entrepreneurs here who are being approached by global VCs, uh, branching out and having chapters in, uh, in Silicon Valley. Uh, so we're moving. The talents are coming out. We're we're seeing a lot of unleashed talent in that sector, and it's going. It's growing. It's growing. Yeah, and we we see uh, enormous incentives and programs in place for training and development as well. As you said, you've got huge proportion of the population under the age of thirty. Um, you, the youth in in this part of the the whole region is is there and latent and ready to get into the new industries. So uh, that's going to be an exciting time, and I know that you're uh, involved in a number of initiatives in that area as well. Hey, look, it's been fantastic to catch up with you again and uh, introduce you and the partnership to, to our audience. Uh, so it's, it's, we're looking for great times ahead, uh, so much going on in this region, and uh, appreciate you taking the time today. Before we, uh, we sign off today, I always like our guests to give a tip for uh, entrepreneurs. So anybody who's entrepreneurial looking to get into business, whether it be in supply chain or logistics or any other area, I mean, you've been involved in a number of startups, you're an advisor on a number of boards, you sit on a number of councils, both from a private and public sector perspective. Maybe one tip from yourself uh, for people wanting to uh, start up a business, what would it be, Mohammed? So uh, can I give three tips? <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, you get three. <laughs> okay, uh, one is uh, definitely um, build your legal and accounting acumen very well. Okay, aside from your passion that you're that driving entrepreneurial uh, spirit, to get uh, a mentor like Kim. Three, um, volunteer. Okay. Volunteer. Talk to us about volunteering. I think volunteering builds your profile as a walking, talking um, CV, you know, okay. uh, bio uh, that says a lot about you without having to go through the negotiation of the 
financial transactions. So you just go jump on it. And it earns you a lot of respect. Okay. It gives you a lot of, it gives you a feeling, a chemical actually component in your brain that yeah. will be generated and you will feel very, very good and productive throughout your day. Yep. So put the hand out, give others a hand up and, uh, and help out. And it's, it's something that we've talked about that I think I'd like to think that a lot of New Zealanders adhere to that ethos. And uh, it's good to hear that that sort of, uh, that sort of ethic is, is strong, alive and strong and well in, in, the, in the kingdom as well. Hey, uh, Mohammed, absolute pleasure. Um, and I really look forward to uh, keeping updated with you and sharing uh, information on some of the big projects that are going on in Saudi Arabia with our audience. Um, appreciate you taking the time today. As always, uh, with our audience, we, we reach out to everybody who's, who's doing it tough in, in the world at the moment. There's a couple of particular areas doing a bit tougher than everybody else. Um, right now, uh, and with the pandemic, of course, to all of those in supply chain, first responders, those in the healthcare sector, and especially to helping keeping us safe. Thank you for all of your support. Um, we, we put our hearts out to anybody who's struggling, and uh, we wish everybody a great day and take care. Thanks, Mohammed, and we look forward to seeing you again. Thank you. Shukran. Inshallah, we, uh, we'll see you soon. Bye-bye.